You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. Personally. What key message do I want to communicate? If I could only give one piece of advice, what would it be? Okay, the answers to these questions should further solidify in your mind what your brand will look like. You want to identify your target audience. The simple reality is that you can't effectively serve the whole globe. Now, it's not to say that your goal can't be that Everybody on the globe knows your name. You just can't effectively serve everyone. Right? Coca-Cola advertises to people who are diabetic, right? Can't drink their product. That's simply the reality is that they can't effectively serve everyone. I don't know if that was a great example or not, but you see where I'm going with that. Rather, there's a core demographic of people who will resonate deeply with you and your brand and what you have to offer. The core demographic is your target audience. It's the, these people whom you're going to serve most effectively and who will be your ideal client. You've got to know who your core audience is, right? How do you do that? Well, you got to ask yourself some questions. And believe it or not, I swear to you, I have these written down on a yellow notepad from back in the car business days. How do you compete? Well, you I wrote these down. Who can I most effectively help? Who will benefit the most from our skills and our knowledge? Right? Who am I most passionate about serving? And who will resonate most with me and my brand and my people? When determining your core audience, it can be helpful to create a persona. Okay? Be careful with this. The persona represents your ideal client. Include the following information in that persona. Demographics. Okay. How old are they? Are they male, female, single, married? What's their level of education? What career are they currently in? How much money do they make? Okay. Then you've got hopes and dreams. What do they want their future to look like? And what are their goals? And how can I help them? And then the challenges. What obstacles do they face? Why haven't they been able to reach their decision-making process with another brand? Why would it be me? Okay. In the book, Advertising Profits, Kyle Gray says, the foundation of a strong personal brand is how well you understand your audience and the problems they face. Then you can define why you care and how you solve those problems for them, which is what you'll be remembered for. So 
I've said this for years to all of my clients. You got to know what your value proposition is. It's kind of like your elevator pitch. That way you don't have to remember. You don't have to be prepared. If somebody asks you, hey, what do you do for a living? You can put your value proposition out there. And it's not, I've been in the business 20 years. I did $50 million in business last year. I'm a local guy, whatever. That, that That's not it. Okay. Your value proposition simply is your brand summed up into a couple single, powerful, compelling statements that describes exactly what you do for your audience. It's where you take all the answers from the previous three points that we talked about that and put them together into one brand statement that sums up who you are personally and how you serve that core. Right? The podcast, I, I, you know, we had to do that with the podcast. What does that mean? Why, why, why should people listen to your podcast? What's it about? Right? I can't serve everybody on the planet, but what I can do, okay, is, is I could go after my audience. Right? Have you ever woke up wishing that you had more free time, more money to pay your bills, have less stress? Right? Our show helps you do life and business, confident-focused, and with a plan. Right? It's, it's time to take self-improvement and taking action, attitude, mindset to the next level. Right, We want to uncover hacks and strategies and playbooks that make your life easier, that gives you more free time, more money, and less stress. See where I'm going with that? It goes to a short, sweet elevator pitch. Right, So it typically looks like this. I help the target market to achieve X so that they get this outcome. I'm going to say that again. I help target market to achieve X so that they can get this outcome. So for example, I help working moms stay on top of everything and have a fulfilled life. Or I help entrepreneurs scale their businesses over six figures a year so that they can live a life of freedom. Or uh, I help men be incredibly productive so that they have more time to spend with their friends and families. Your value proposition doesn't have to say everything about your brand, but it should be right to the heart of who you are and how you help your audience. It may help to give your value statement, a unique name that will stick in people's mind. For example, you teach men how to be more productive. You could call your value proposition power productivity formula. Or if you help entrepreneurs scale their businesses, you could call your value proposition scale without fail. So you get where I'm going with that. You get the point. It simply needs to be short, memorable, and adapted directly to what you do. Again, mine is I help people do life confident, focused, and with a plan to make more money, have less stress, and more free time. 
So avoid skimping on this step, okay? Creating a value statement gives you a high degree of clarity about what your brand is all about. Take the necessary time to craft the value statement that adequately captures what your brand is about. Then you've got to treat yourself as a brand. That's something that it took me a long time to learn. Once you've identified the core of your brand as well as your target audience, it's time to start treating yourself as a brand. So what does that look like? Well, in every communication with your audience, whether it's a blog, an email, a podcast, a social media post, whatever, you stay true to your brand's message. You constantly speak about the problems you solve, constantly encourage your audience, constantly voice the message of your brand. So just like Nike wouldn't suddenly start talking about overnight camping and tents. You've got, you, 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 if you must not, you, you definitely cannot go off brand with your communications is what I'm saying. You constantly reinforce your unique service proposition and everything you do. It also means creating a strong, compelling website to serve your home base for your online activities. It means creating a media page or a media kit on your site for media inquiries. A lot of times I see people wanting to steer that towards their social media so p other people see that people inquired about them because that makes them feel good. I, I get it, but that's not the way it should go down, right? You might need to get an assistant. It can mean not answering the emails yourself, but having an assistant answer them, answering them under another name. Your goal is to portray yourself as a strong, compelling brand, not as a normal person. That's kind of a, that kind of is a, a tricky rope there because I see a lot of people put the bullshit out there online, social media. I, I know people that put stuff on there that is so not exactly really what's going on in their life that it's unfortunate. And everybody does that in some way, shape or form. But just be careful. If you're wanting to truly do this and take it to a stratospheric level, your goal is to portray yourself as a strong, compelling brand, not as a normal person. You have to treat yourself like you're truly a powerful brand that has a powerful message. That's a tricky thing because you are a human being and you are truly doing what you're doing to help people, I hope. Now, if you're doing it just so you can get amazingly rich that's awesome but you've got to maintain for a very long time if that's what you want to do without upsetting the apple cart okay <clears throat> then you got to develop a strategy the primary way to develop your brand is by creating a strategic strategy content like we mean blog posts, videos, social media posts, emails, whatever, podcast, whatever it is that you do. Every piece of content you share with your audience should serve to build your brand. As we mentioned before, once you've determined your brand, it's important to start treating yourself as a brand, for sure. Developing the strategies and the content is one of the most effective ways to ensure that you're constantly staying on brand. When it comes to your content, we recommend there's a method um, that we used in the car business called the pillar method. 
I think actually Gary V is the one that ultimately coined that. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it was. The pillar method works like this. Okay, you set up at intervals every day, every week, whatever. Create a longer piece of pillar content. This could be a blog post, a video, um, an advertisement, whatever. The point is, is that needs to be on the longer side so that it can be repurposed in numerous ways. Your pillar content should always reinforce some part of your brand. Maybe one day you speak to a particular pain point, okay? Another day you encourage your audience to strive for their goals or whatever the case is, whatever. It's essential that your pillar content always be tied back to your brand. Then you're going to publish your pillar content on your primary platform, whether it's your blog, YouTube, iTunes, podcast, whatever. Then you take that pillar content and you cut it up into smaller shareable pieces. In other words, if you have a 10-minute long video, find three parts of that video that should and could be shared on your other social media platforms that draw it back to that main place where all of it is put together. If you have a, a blog, right, extract, you know, the first hundred words and use them as excerpts that can stand on their own. Then what you do is you share the smaller pieces of content across all your channels. And once you've created your smaller pieces of content, you're going to post those across all of your channels, including Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. If the thought of posting that so many times intimidates you, Buffer is a great tool that allows you to share all of your social media at one time. You just put the content in, then select all of the channels that you want it to go to, and boom, it's there. Then you just repeat this process over and over again. Consistency is the key. By consistently sharing your brand's message, you'll steadily build your audience. So by using the pillar method for your content strategy, you ensure that every piece of content you post is always on brand. It's not what you're feeling at the moment. Right? Your Facebook posts, Instagram videos, blog posts, your YouTubes, and all that always are speaking of your brand and your message to your audience. So if you keep using the pillar method, you can also simply repurpose the content into different formats. For example, you can turn an uh, ebook into a slide share, right? Use it as a presentation or a series of blog posts into an ebook. Or you could po turn a blog post into an email you send out to your, your client list. The main point is that everything you send out should be brand related. You want to constantly reinforce your brand to your audience. Then you want to add value to your audience. When it comes to building your brand, it's your essential duty that you constantly give value to your audience without asking for anything in return, right? There'll be times when you invite people to buy from you or a client or become a client, but you don't want that to be the main theme of your brand, right? In other words, offer them something of value without them having to pay for it. The main thing people should take away when interacting with your brand is how much value you provide. The main way to provide value is through your content and strategies. This is why it's so critical to consistently put out new content. If you're not putting out new content, you're not giving away value. One of my mentors, Mark Lack, 
said it says this. He says a strong personal brand is that one that has a high level of impact, which then leads to influence amongst the people who follow you. He says the key is to leverage social media and other social platforms and environments to create relevant, meaningful dialogues between you and the people you want to impact. I love that. So the whole idea behind this is for you to build a community. One of the best ways to build your brand is to build a community where you and the members can all help each other. Do it from kindness and contributions. The value is in building a community around your brand is it gets others involved in helping you promote your brand. You have advocates. You have raving advocates that are telling other people. You create a tribe of passionate people who care about the same things that you do. So how do you build a community? Well, pretty simple. I've done it. I built a community in the car business. I built a community in the music industry. And again, I think my experiences, I draw more from back in the day when there was no social media and we had to build a fan base one person at a time or in front of groups if we got the opportunity to play, which we did. That's how we ultimately ended up succeeding as we networked our way into an opportunity that gave us somebody else's audience to play in front of, which then created our own audience. So you got, you know, today, you know, first thing everybody does is start a Facebook group, right? In this group, people can interact with each other, share ideas, interact with you and raise questions and get questions answered. You can host a live event. Live events allow you to meet members of your tribe in person. Coffee meetups, retreats, workshops, masterminds, private dinners, all the, all the, those great ways to deepen relationships with, the, with your raving advocates. Next, once you get big enough, you can create a membership site. Right For a small fee, you can give people exclusive access to you and the content you provide. You can also give them access to things like group calls every month or ongoing webinars and a forum where they can interact with you and other members. So if you're in business, now is the time to build a brand because with the shift, there's more people peddling product than there is product. So you need to make sure that you stand out. I had a friend of mine that used to say something that used to actually not, I I didn't care for it at first, but in the long run, it really makes a lot of sense. He always says that when he goes to an event, he's going to be the dude in the red dress, which for, it took me a long time to really understand what he was talking about. But if we all walked into a room together, And we're all standing there. We're all wearing suits and ties or casual attire, whatever. And some dude walks in in a red dress. That's the only thing anybody's going to remember about that gathering. So that's a great mental picture. I think it's kind of fitting. The dude in the red dress stole the show. Okay. We all have a personal brand, whether we think about it that way or not. So let's be intentional about it. Bring some value. Thankfully, it's not particularly difficult to build a personal brand, right? If we go back over my notes here, it's real, it's real simple. 
identify what matters to you, define your core audience, determine your unique value proposition, treat yourself like a brand, create your compelling access website, create your content, constantly bring your best self to your audience, and build your community. The more you do those things, the more you'll build your brand, the more you'll attract an audience of raving fans. Avoid waiting any longer to build your personal brand. This started on it today. Your audience needs you because you're better at what you do than your competition. Get out there and start serving them. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Happy 4th of July. Be safe. Take care. Sell a bunch. Say something nice to somebody. You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne.